This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about networking. Networking is just talking to people. And I know last time we talked a lot about how that is really important for marketing your business. But because it's called networking rather than talking to people, it can sound scary, businessy, <laughs> make you feel like you need to know about this scary thing called networking. How do you do it? What are the 10 steps? It's just talking to people. So you know, calm down. You can definitely do it. (laughs) Don't panic. (laughs) So what's the point of networking? Before you get sucked into some, you know, amazing five-day challenge to become the world's greatest networker, what, what is the point of networking? The point is to meet people who need your services or products or who can support you or potentially both. So you might know a few people now who have become your clients, they were your your friends or whatever, your family members, they've become your clients, that's great, but you've kind of mined that network now. So you need to meet new people. That's all networking is. Just literally going out and meeting new people who could potentially become your clients or who could support you in your business or both. So it's really not that complicated. And Yeah, sure, there are lots of great tips out there for how to do it really effectively, but I think sometimes we can really overcomplicate things. Certainly some of the bullshit that I want to kind of dispel in this podcast is all of the the ideas that you somehow need to have read this book or read this guide or learned this process to do things that are really fairly basic. You know, telling people what you do and how you can help them and going out and talking to people, that's marketing and networking. (laughs) You don't need it to be a huge thing in your head where you have to learn loads of techniques. And, you know, if you're really interested and you want to learn loads of new techniques and dig into some of these things and learn loads of cool stuff, then go for it. But I don't want you to be held back in your business because you feel like you can't go to a networking event because you haven't yet learned how to network. You've been networking your whole life. You've gone to the pub. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you've gone to the pub. I'm sure you've gone out and met the friends of a friend. You know, you've gone on a night out and met some new people. That's networking. It's just at that point, you might not have had anything to sell. So you didn't realise it was networking, but it is. And that's all that it is. So if you have found yourself in the past in some kind of networking event that made you feel really uncomfortable and you felt totally out of your depth and you didn't know what you were doing and you felt stupid and you never want to go there again, thank you, Helen, and don't talk to me about networking, that's because you were at the wrong networking event. It's not because you're terrible at networking. If you're in a room full of people who make you feel uncomfortable, 
who intimidate you, who don't make you feel welcome, that is not your fault. It might not be their fault either, bless them. It might just be that they are not your people and that's not who you should be networking with. So I'll share with you my experience of networking as an employee and then my experience of networking as a business owner because they were very different. (laughs) I used to work in the marketing team of a law firm in Manchester and I helped to run a few networking events and I attended a few networking events. And often I would attend those kind of events where there's a speaker and you're going to learn something interesting. And so it's really worthwhile, even if the networking over the coffee is a bit intimidating and you actually don't really want to meet anyone. Please, nobody talk to me because I'm too scared. and I don't know what I'm doing. So those kinds of events were what I thought networking was. And it did feel intimidating and I did feel out of my depth because at the time I didn't really have anything particular to sell. I didn't really know what it was I needed from these people and they weren't really my kind of people. So it was all kind of pointless. But when I started my own business, I knew I needed to get out there and do some networking. And I thought, okay, well, I'm a bit older now and I've got my own business and I'm sure I can put my big girl pants on and, you know, manage this networking stuff. So I went along to a local women in business networking event and I can't tell you how different it was. (laughs) This was a room full of people like me. They were middle-aged women, mostly mothers, but not entirely. But they all ran their own businesses. They were all from my area. And we just had such a great time. We just chatted. We literally just chatted. Sure, we exchanged a few business cards and told each other what we did and all the rest of it. But we just had a good natter, bit of a giggle, bit of a laugh and I met people who have now become clients, who have become suppliers and who have become really good friends. That is what good networking looks like. So if it's not feeling like that, you're probably not in the right networking group. Now I said that the point of networking is to meet people who need your services or who can support you or both. I would say that far more important than networking with your ideal clients is networking with people who can support you and who you find supportive and who you can support. So it's about finding your business gang, if you like, because some of them are bound to turn out to be your ideal clients, I would have thought. But even if they don't, If you get a group of people together who all support each other in their businesses and who you can all turn to each other when you have a problem, you can chat through issues, talk about the different challenges. If you have that, then that group is going to refer to each other. Some networking groups have, you know, strict rules about referrals and you have to refer this many people to. The thing is, it should happen naturally. You know, if you're in my business gang, Even if I know that I'm never going to use your services and you're probably never going to use mine. If I like you and we get on and we support each other, I'm going to be referring you all over the place. I'm going to be telling everyone I meet, oh, so-and-so does this. Yes, you need her. Oh, she's great at this. You know, have you spoken to her? So it's more important, I would say, to find a group where you feel really comfortable and where you can really support each other. And then the referrals will come even if the people in that group specifically are not necessarily your ideal clients. It's much better that than than be in a room full of people who are like potentially your ideal clients, but you don't really get on with them. You don't really gel with them. 
you, they don't really make you feel comfortable or welcome, you're not going to make many sales that way. Now, there are different kinds of networking events. There are ones you have to pay for and there are free ones. And I, well, I was going to say I've never paid to network. That might not be true. I've probably paid, you know, a few quid to attend a particular event, but I haven't signed up to one of these big paid for networking things as yet. Um, at the moment, I haven't felt like I've needed to because I've been able to find some really amazing free groups to attend. And I would say that paying for networking, when especially when you're just starting out, it's quite a big outlay that you might not get that much back from. So I would definitely recommend looking into the free options. And um, we might be able to put some things in the show notes as to, um, to signpost you towards a few free networking options. But it's important to find ones that you're comfortable with. And it is important to go semi-regularly. People will tell you, oh, you've got to be there every time. You know, you've got to be well known. Not necessarily. You know, our lives are busy. You don't have to commit to being there every week or whatever. But if you are a fairly familiar face within that group, then that's really good. Um, You're going to have to attend a few maybe where you only attend once to suss out if it's a group for you. But ultimately, if you find ones you like, try and attend as much as you can. And that is a really good way to go about it. And then, you know, the great thing is that a lot of these networking groups also have social media groups. So you can join their Facebook group. So you can also be networking online when you're not actually at the events. The other thing people will tell you is that it's really important to follow up after networking events. And that is true. But I would say, don't be fake. (laughs) I find it really difficult. I think some people are very good at kind of following up and it not seeming fake, but I find it really difficult to be fake. What I mean by that is, if I've met you at a networking event, I'm probably going to find you on LinkedIn and connect with you and have a look at your posts. And if there's something that I think, oh, yeah, I can comment on that, you know, I'll comment on it. Um, But I'm not going to be sending you some kind of fake message like oh great connect do you like cheese (laughs) just it's not me (laughs) so follow up but I would say find a real reason to do so you know say something real even if it's just we were both at that networking event wasn't the speaker a bit weird (laughs) just be real with people um but following up doesn't have to be do you remember me? Here's my services, buy them. In fact, please don't do that. But if you've met people at a networking event, particularly if you liked them or you felt like they might be an ideal client or maybe they could help you, definitely follow up in some way, even if it's just connecting with them and making a note to yourself to check in every now and again to see if you can comment on their posts and start building that relationship, doing that marketing stuff we were talking about last time, building those connections. Because it really does take time. You might go to a networking event, meet somebody who needs your services and they call you the next day and you've got a client. You know, it could happen. It it has happened. But I wouldn't go with the attitude that that's what you need to get out of it. Because sometimes these things can be a really slow burn. When I look back to when I first met that brilliant group of women, that would have been oh, about 18 months ago now. And at this point, most of them are either clients of mine, I'm a client of theirs, or both. 
but that didn't happen the day after the networking event, you know? (laughs) So it's taken time. And looking back, obviously it was time well spent, but at the time I didn't know that. I didn't know it was going to come to anything. I just knew that I liked these people and I wanted to chat with them more and go to more events where they were. So it can take time, but it's worth it. And you will slowly expand your network. So you'll see people online who seem really well connected. They're always commenting and they seem to know everyone. and They've got little insider jokes with everybody. And you're thinking, oh my God, I don't belong here. I don't know what I'm doing. That's because they've taken the time and they weren't like that when it started. They've taken the time and they've built up their network and they're now comfortable with it. But there will be still people on the outlying edges of that network where they're not that comfortable, but they're growing it and expanding it. So you will end up feeling that comfortable with a large proportion of your network over time. The best thing you can do if you want to build relationships within a network is to be supportive. There's that thing, isn't there? People won't remember what you said or what you did, but they will remember how you made them feel. And it's so true. You know, if you're there saying, oh, yes, I can help with that. And I've got a product for that. And have you had a look at my website? People probably won't really remember that or at worst, they'll think you're a bit pushy. But if you're the one there saying, oh, that looks great. Well done. Congratulations on that achievement. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, aren't your kids cute when you post pictures of them? You know, if you're there being supportive, what people are going to start saying is, oh, yeah, I know so and so. I know her. Oh, she's lovely. That's great. That's where you want to be. You want to be the, oh, she's lovely. Because then you're pretty much there. They think you're lovely. So they probably want to work with you. And all that has to happen then is that they have to get to a point where they need your services. And then you're probably going to make a sale. So be supportive to your network and they will be supportive to you. And that is invaluable when you're running a business because it's a lonely old thing to be doing. So finding and having a supportive network is a win in itself, but it can also lead to business for sure. And be generous. Introduce people to each other. You know, if you meet someone that you really like, but you can't really do much for each other, well, you might know someone who is their ideal client. So make an introduction. You know, if you don't know people that well, you know, you might not feel comfortable recommending someone. You might not want to say, oh, I definitely recommend you use this solicitor. But you might want to say, I met this solicitor. You might be able to help each other. I just thought I'd make an introduction. And then it's up to them, isn't it? But if you're generous in that way and you introduce people to each other, that's another way of being supportive within your network, which is only going to benefit everybody, including you. So that's my no bullshit guide to networking. It's not that scary. It's not that difficult. It's just talking to people and it takes time. But find people you're comfortable with. If you're feeling uncomfortable, you're not a terrible networker. You're just in the wrong group. (laughs) So go and find the right group for you. Until next time, be excessively kind to yourself and remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.